0: To the Living Enlightened podcast. I am Michelle from Michelle Price, the Lightworker. And I'm Becca from Insightful Connections. Welcome to the podcast, Beck. Here we are once again for a Welcome Friday. To. We report on a Friday each week. Not everyone uh, realizes that, I'm sure. But um, yeah, Bec and I just wanted to, I guess, share a couple of things. I'm going to do a, co- a card draw today, Bec. And look, I might use the star seed deck because um, that's what I used for my static card draw on my private page, my private group. Uh, and so, yeah, I might actually use the Star C cards today. So I'll do a card draw, but I'll talk about that in a little sec. Uh, the theme for today, Beck, is online dating. How weird is that? Because both of us are in committed relationships. I'm married and you're in a committed relationship. And um, this is a bit of a funny one today, but um, there is a good reason for it. Why I decided to do this uh, episode. So we'll get into that in a little sec. But, um, yeah, online dating and maybe the pitfalls we might have a look at. Um, so, Beck, we'd like to talk about what we've been doing, I guess, um, before we get into the show. What's been going on for you, love? What's um, the latest?
1: Do you know, I couldn't tell you what's been going on for me this week. It's just been all over the shop. Really? I've, just been, I've been really busy, but um, nothing nothing, nothing to write home about, let's nothing say. Nothing that stands out. <laughs> nothing that really stands out. I have been busy doing a lot of stuff. Um, hmm. Mm-hmm. The only thing I could really sort of touch on, which is a little bit exciting is, and I'm not sure, maybe I did mention it last week, but my little niece turned one. So we had three birthdays. We had um, my daughter's birthday on the 28th. I had a niece's birthday on the 29th. And then I had another niece's birthday on the 30th. <laughs> you
0: did preview, I think, that you were going to do yeah. combined. Yeah
1: yeah yeah so that was pretty cool um super cute super cute eating her little cupcake off her um her birthday cake was a whole heap of cupcakes absolutely gorgeous cupcakes like just with flower decorate like the it. it I, I, I can't even begin to describe it absolutely gorgeous and um I might have a photo actually that I can put up on the thing, um, but this little one eating her cupcake. She was like taking a bite out of it, and she was she sort of just put a tongue on it at first, and she was like, "Oh yeah, sugar, cool." She took a bite, she took a bite, and about halfway through, I said, "Make sure she doesn't get a tummy ache." And they took it off her, and she started crying. They're like, "No, nah, it's your birthday. You can have it."
0: Oh <laughs> god, here we go. Sugar high. Here we go. To yeah. Here we
1: go. Yeah. You're
0: crazy town. So,
1: Yeah, that was um, pretty good. Still working through uh, my shadow work and um, just doing a few personal courses just to get myself, you know, vibrations up and learning a few different things because that's I'm always doing that. I'm always looking into new things, but that's about it. What about yourself, Michelle?
0: uh well the queen passed away beck and that was um really that's big short. news we were just talking about that as we sort of connected i woke up at four and fed the cat and jason ran downstairs he likes to break the news he's like breaking news london bridge has fallen and i was like what are you talking about it's four in the morning what does that even mean and he was all <laughs> weird he didn't just say she's passed he said that and i know that that's a reference to that but at four in the morning you're just like what the bridge fell yeah. over hey Um, So I literally thought that a bridge had fallen over in London. That's what I was thinking. So I was really, really confused. And um, eventually he said, well, um, when he could see that I had no idea what he was talking about, um, he said, well, actually, uh, yeah, the Queen's passed. That's what that means. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, Yeah, and it's really sad, really, really sad news. So um, because growing up, I think my grandma used to take me to church and we'd go into the little hall, the little church hall, and you'd always see the Queen's photos up all over the place and... There was always and that's one of the photos that I used um, for my post about it, like when I found out that she passed to put up a little post on my page this morning and um, that was a photo you always saw you'd walk in there and that was the Queen and, you know, that's what you um, all paid your respects to and it almost felt like kind of um, almost like a God in some people's lives, you know, her. position and her authority and sort of following what the queen says was very very godlike and you did see a lot of those like church halls and things so yeah it's a sad occasion i think and a big um big end of an era and we've got king charles now we'll guess we'll just see you know what happens moving forward as beck said before
1: yeah it's king charles the third oh king
0: charles when i'm saying king george yeah king
1: charles king charles no no you said king charles oh did i yeah, I think it's officially
0: King Charles III. Oh, right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought I, I must know. have
0: said the wrong name.
1: I don't know. Um, I haven't been up long enough to look into it so much, but,
0: um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very sad occasion and I think a big, um, you know, because she was always like there was a lot of drama and she sort of mainly tried to stay out of that, I guess, apart from some of the rumours we heard about things she'd said about dying and stuff like that, which wasn't great. But, um, yeah, you know, what can you do? Um, I think largely she uh, maintained her composure and decorum in some pretty trying situations, so... Good honour, and um, at least she's reunited with her beautiful husband because it just was a relationship like no other. You know, even though he had a bit of a history himself, um, I still think it was a beautiful relationship. Um, apart from the queen passing, Beck, um, I have had it was quite hysterical. Um, we've got the festival happening again tomorrow that had been um, previously postponed because of the rain. So we've got a, a festival, big festival in um, the community I live in, the estate. So it's all a festival. I'm, I'm seeing it. And um, so we had to postpone it because of the rain last time. It's come back around. Uh, today it's bucketing down and the festival's again tomorrow. And um, <laughs> the guy I'm co-emceeing um, with, he's in Perth. So he actually flies back in tomorrow morning. He's, because of flights and delays in the weather, he's not sure if he's actually going to make it kind of in time. So I'm kind of like, uh, okay, so I may be emceeing on my own. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, very interesting what's going to happen there and um it's all a little bit up in the air but basically the event organizers um we're largely organizing it but the um queue events are sort of doing a lot of the other stuff and um they're basically saying look we're going to go ahead regardless um and we've got sort of live music and things like that so I don't know people don't tend to like um going out in the rain you know so I'm just a little bit worried that it may affect our numbers but um anyway I wanted to meet last week because I figured that'd give us a while to sort of plan things and you know if um stuff hasn't worked out or we need to follow up on things and we can still do it we've still got time but um no one really wanted to do that they wanted to meet last night which is you know today's the last day to do anything and we worked out um I noticed a while ago the food was pretty not great like they only had like snow cones donuts some sort of like candy cane thing, one place that seems to do a lot of halloumi and bacon um, and one pizza place. And it's 12 till 5, so it is sort of lunchtime, but they don't really have any lunch places apart from really that pizza one. Um, and the previous one we did, there was a massive queue for the only real food place at that stage as well. So there was concerns raised about the food. And so um, the ladies in our group have decided that we're going to do like a sausage sizzle. So someone's going to bring their barbecue from home at the festival and buy a bunch of sausages and bread and basically do like a Bunnings kind of sausage sizzle um, so that there's more food on offer. And I'm like, okay, um, look, I'm on stage, so I can't organize any of that, but good luck. Um, and, you know, there's just a lot of things like we are meant to have signage for the fence. No one's done it. And um, one of the ladies was saying, oh, you know, I've been following up with this company, but they haven't got back to me and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, tomorrow's the last day. Like we're actually doing the festival on Saturday and we've promised all the sponsors, major sponsors signage, like on the fences. Um, and there's nothing for that. There's no core flutes, there's nothing. And I'm kind of like, this is why I wanted to meet last week. Um, and it's quite frustrating.
1: But even and- even that, trying to get all that signage and stuff ready within a week
0: I know, I know. I actually said, I said two weeks out and they said no um, because we were meant to have a guest speaker event um, and we ended up postponing that. We cancelled that because um, we only had like three people and then on the last day we got another four, so we had like seven. But, you know, you want more than that for networking. We usually have a minimum of like 25 <coughs> or something like that. So it was just not not great, um, you know, in terms of numbers. So we actually ended up rescheduling or kind of cancelling, We haven't rescheduled it. And then, um, yeah, they didn't really want to meet any earlier. So I was like, well, I don't know how we're going to organise all of this with a day. You know, they all work, they, they're they all self-employed. Um, and a couple of them have actually taken up sort of paid work now with other people. So they've got other things that they're doing. So um, yeah, it's going to make it really, really interesting. But yeah, it's bucketing down today and we're on grass. So I'm standing on a stage announcing the acts and things like that. So we'll have to see how it goes. But I think, you know, it teaches us to be a bit more assertive because I really did feel strongly about that, that I just thought that isn't enough time guys, you know? And I didn't sort of push it, I guess, further. I just sort of gave up. And then I was sitting there last night going, oh my God. <laughs> I wish I had have pushed that further because um sausage sizzle last minute dragging a little barbecue down the road I mean oh my god um it's quite hilarious anyway um so beck I've got this card here I might just show you that and then we can jump in how appropriate is this for what we're talking about today? Wow <laughs> So I'm using the star seats. These are Rebecca Campbell's cards. I've got a lady standing at the top of a cliff looking like she may be about to jump. There seems to be a planet there with rings around it. Um, so either Saturn or one of the other ones with the rings. She's got a beautiful cloak flowing out behind her. And she's got her arms sort of in the air. And there's a bit of magic coming out of her hands, like a little bit of like starlight or something beautiful coming out of her hands. And the card says, you're not for everyone. Embrace your weirdness face true north and she's actually facing away from the photograph like the direction of the photograph is being taken in um and i love this because i mean how appropriate is that today with what we're talking about because a lot of what people get themselves into trouble with the whole online dating scene is because they just want to be accepted and loved and please love me and the whole thing and i don't feel you know valuable enough or whatever it is and so that card i think is absolutely 100 spot on Mm-hmm. for what we're talking about today. And I'm so um so excited to hear what we're going to talk about. Um, Rebecca, did you want me to kick things off? I'll put Absolutely. this um, into the show notes as well. Absolutely. So, Let's get into it. So the reason I came up with this, and I won't mention names, obviously, but um a client of mine has been doing some online dating. I'm sure several of my clients have been doing online dating. But um this particular <laughs> client has been, and just really, you know, getting into some, some stuff and some strife and, oh, my lordy, um, she's, you know, and the thing is because she's shown me a few photos over the years that I've known her. I've known her for a couple of years probably. Um, And, you know, I've always sort of seen that, um, you know, she's been sending me photos of these guys and I'm just like, you know what, I just don't know that that's the real person. I don't know that that's really, you know, who you're talking to. And I've always been quite uncertain about it. And at the moment she's got this guy who, you know she really likes um and you know we don't know if it really is him like the photograph is really him or whatever but um he's asking her for hundreds of thousands of dollars mm. and it didn't start out <laughs> that way but there's just a few with me being a journalist as well i've been doing some digging on the company and things and there's some phone numbers that are turning up as brisbane and Kabulcha, which is not very far from me and he's claiming he's in turkey and otherwise based in new zealand or victoria melbourne victoria um which is where my client is but he's also saying he's in turkey and he needs you know hundreds of thousands of dollars because he's dying in hospital and he's um been you know in trouble because he was transporting some freight he shouldn't have been transporting or something or other i mean the story is just full on and then um, out of the blue some other guys come along claiming he's a private investigator but he's asking her for five thousand dollars. So they can like basically catch the other guy, like to say, oh, you need to come here and pick up this five grand, blah, blah, blah. Um, So he's asking the victim for $5,000 to come and, you know, um, try and catch this, this guy that, you know, she's been talking to online But interestingly, Becky does know a fair bit of information about the original guy that my client was talking to. So it is interesting. It is interesting because I feel like what I'm saying um, by saying that is that I feel like potentially they know each other. I don't think they're the same person. I feel like potentially they know each other because I did say to my client, look, this is a network, definitely. Um, The original guy is part of this network. And then this other guy's come out of the blue going, oh, I know all these things about that person, blah la, And he's confirming some stuff that we knew, that we'd found out. And we're going, hmm. So I feel like they're kind of in cahoots. And then he's going, yeah, you need $5,000 to catch the out. And I'm going, please. I'm like, my husband's trying to be a private investigator. And at no point would he have asked a victim for money. I mean, that's ludicrous. So that's kind of where we're at. And that's why I wanted to do today's uh, talk topic.
1: That's um very interesting stuff I would certainly there's a lot of red flags there definitely mm, a lot of red mm, flags there mm. um mm, I think it's um you know it's interesting because when you're doing online not not that I've I have never actually done the online dating no same um but um gosh I have to laugh I have to actually tell you this story so um I remember, and this is going back because this is going back maybe 17 years ago. Um, one of my family members that I'm really close to, so one of my aunties that I'm really close to, was um, she had an online dating profile, and, and we were sitting there one night. I uh, had the babies down and and we were just sitting there one night having a glass of wine and can just, be very you know, entertaining. Having a chat and, and what have you. Yes. It was very entertaining. So we're going through and we're like checking and checking, 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 going through all the, the possible matches and things like that. Um hilarious. We're sitting there and it actually came up with a family member as a match. <laughs>
0: And we're quickly swiping whichever direction that that's a rejection. I don't know what directions they, they're oh meant to be. Oh, my
1: God. Well, what's it the not a But we looked and it was just like, we both just sort of like uh, spat the wine out. We're laughing and laughing oh and laughing. Oh, my God. And laughing. So if anything, it was good for the soul. It gave us a good laugh. Um, so then we sort of went back through a profile and just double-checked. You know, maybe amended her her profile and what was, what God. she was after because it certainly wasn't somebody that she wanted. So that's a No, funny not story a relative. Yeah. No, 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 uh, relative by marriage, but still a relative. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: no, thanks. Um, um, yeah,
1: that's so interesting, it'd, isn't it? Be interesting to to know how many people have actually had something like that happen. I think.
0: But, well, it's back in the days of kings and queens because everyone used to marry into their family, didn't they? We were just talking yeah. about the queen before
1: yeah that's right so um you know the your comfort zone um going going into to online dating i imagine i know just like with dating people myself just the comfort zone and that expansion and you know making sure that you're ready and not taking the energy of past relationships with you oh, you know, or yes. the lacking of those relationships with you um so when I was actually typing this in while you were talking before Michelle into the show notes, um, I, what I wanted to say, what came into my head, it's like um, looking at like like a new slate, like like starting a new school year. You know, you get all your new pencils and you get all your textures and your, Well, it's all that's this is old school school years. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now you get like electronic devices. But um that new fresh cleaning, the new books, the new feeling, the 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 actual mental and physical attitude of yes, I'm gonna do great this year, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that until those first, you know, 20 assignments come in. Um, but yeah, so just that new attitude and new outlook, but accepting and loving yourself beforehand. Um I think that's one of the major takes of of dating full stop is accepting and loving yourself. Um you know and just um cherishing yourself making sure that you know you're not going to settle for for anything less than what you want
0: and embracing your weirdness according yeah. to my card oh Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i think that card was awesome um i just it was funny actually when you were talking about that i was thinking about one of the guys in our parkrun group oh my gosh um because he's on online dating and like we we're going through and we actually like redid his profile It was such a shocker, like all these photos were of him like, you know, running marathons and like all of this. And we're just like, mate, like, you're not going to get an average, like not average, but like, you know, you're honing, you're kind of narrowing your audience, if you know what I mean, because if people aren't super into their fitness and they see all these photos of you running marathons, a lot of women are going to be thrown off by that. So I, we sort of redid a lot of his profile. We got, went and got proper photos done. We went to Rainbow Beach and we took a bunch of photos. of him walking along the beach, you know, doing all this stuff. It was quite funny. We're like, suck it in, suck it in. Because every time we went to take a photo, his tummy was um, like, he's got a bit of a belly. So we're like, suck your belly in. So we're like, and he's like sucking his tummy in. And we take a photo for the profile. Um, <laughs> it was quite amusing. And I don't know whether he was amused, but we were definitely amused um but yeah it was uh it was really funny because we're just like mate like you're really ruling out a lot of people by having all these like real fit photos on there so he did make a bit of a change and he actually met someone quite nice and they're actually together for um, a couple of years and they did break up unfortunately but um yeah they were together for a couple of years but yeah going through the profile pictures god almighty we were going through looking at some of the guys on there and like a lot of them just have a photo of their appendage and I was like ah what like, really? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Bex has looked at me and realized what I said. Um, a lot of them were shirtless. Like a lot of them were shirtless and I'm like, oh, good. Put it away. But yeah, a lot of them had their appendages as a photo. And I was just like, oh my God. Um, is there no like protocols here? Like this is so full on. Because um, as you know, same as Bex, I've never done it online dating. But what's interesting with this, Beck, is from a perspective of someone who is a psychic, um, you know, in a medium, I'm interested in forensic mediumship, which is sort of getting to the bottom of things and resolving things and solving things. How do you you connect to the person behind a fake profile? And, you know, you and I have looked at, you know, you've done mentorship with me and things like that. And you know that with me, I look at sometimes a photograph of somebody or I get the name of the person. And, you know, we go through and we sort of try to connect to their energy and stuff like that. Now, if I've got someone presenting a photo and a name that isn't the actual photo or name of that person, it's a completely different person behind that, how do I connect to that person? That's my question for someone in this industry. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people probably steer clear of it, to be honest. I feel like a lot of people in our profession probably steer clear of it entirely and I wouldn't blame them. But with some of the other guys, I was very just quick to dismiss them, quick to dismiss them. It doesn't feel right. doesn't feel right. Whereas this guy looked a little bit like in his profile picture, he did look a bit like the um, gentleman her mum had um, described her mum's in spirit. And um, so we were sort of like, "Mm, I wasn't so fast to dismiss it. And a lot of the stuff that was coming up through her mum and about some of his family members actually came through. And there was stuff about dad and dad falling off a roof and all of this stuff. Now, that's what a gentleman in the room told me who was in spirit. And when we, um, uh, my client asked the gentleman, you know, did this happen? Or no, how did your dad pass? What happened to your dad? Or whatever. He repeated word for word what I'd said. And how do we, how does that happen? Like if he's not a real person or not connected to that, you know, profile in some way, I wouldn't be getting lies. Like wouldn't we getting Spirit's not going to give me information that's not true. Yeah. You know, if that was a lie. Um, And he got really defensive when we actually asked about the dad and and he talked about it. He got really funny with her. And he has spoken to her on WhatsApp. So she has actually seen him live talking and he looks like the profile. He looks like the picture. So, but he's asking for hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I don't know. It's just a real tough one. How do you separate fact from fiction? When potentially the name's not correct, um, maybe the photo is correct because I just couldn't be as quick to dismiss it, you know, and I'm getting some accurate information that he's confirming without, you know, him knowing that I exist, he's confirming it. Mm. I don't know how to explain that.
1: It's um, certainly very interesting. I think it's, oh, gosh. I think one thing too, and, and you probably find this too, Michelle, that when people come to us for reading, they want to know who it is, what they look like, you know, how old they are, they want the, you know, right down to, I don't know, <laughs> the <clears throat> the the color of the underwear they're wearing sometimes you know they want to know the ins and outs or oh they want to know
0: the date they want to what, know the time the date, okay, the time everything yeah
1: um but it, it's really quite interesting because um you know sometimes we can give a little bit more information sometimes we cannot most of the time i actually don't like to um, give that sort of information because of the free will and the paths that people need to follow so um You know i know i've always been quite intuitive um since i was a kid uh sort of that um intuition has been there but it didn't help me through a lot of my relationships either because i feel like there was just certain things i needed to go through in order to be able to you know eventually settle and i'm in a fantastic i have a fantastic partner now um and I think I had to go through those things to find myself and what it was that I needed um, to to sort of get there as well. So I don't like to sort of imprint on them a a set type or or what have you. Um, And the same also with, you know, relationships and, and people who have been together a long time. And then, you know, you sort of, you know, I get this intuition to say, well, this isn't, there's something going on here. This isn't going to last or you know I feel like this or I feel like that but you you don't say anything because they've got free will and then when they come to you and they ask you for for guidance or what have you and you can sort of give off what the cards or what your intuition is giving you what's coming in <clears throat> um you know they still have their free will and the path they need to follow so although you may be correct at the time when you're giving this information um it's not necessarily something that they're ready for, ready to take that step, ready to make those changes in themselves to be able to move forward in in that area.
0: 100% agree, yeah. Mm. And that's why I was saying I think that card's really great. I've put it into the show notes. You know, for everyone, you know, we've got to be okay with the fact that not everyone's going to like us immediately, you know, and one of the things that's really drawn in my client is this person without meeting in the flesh has told her he's in love with her. That's the clincher because he's asking for all this money and I'm going, well, that's ridiculous. You know, like that's way too much. You know, I wouldn't even ask my, you know, best friend for like 20 bucks, let alone hundreds of thousands of dollars. You haven't even met this person in the flesh, but because he said I'm in love with you, that changes everything because this person just wants to feel loved and cared for you know? So those words are really powerful. Yeah. And with any kind of catfishing, um, that's a big one. A lot of them will drop the L-bomb because it sucks them right in. They go, oh, well, despite the fact they abused me about this or had to go at me about that, they still said they love me and that's enough. You know, that'll get me across the line. So yeah, it's a really interesting uh, little case here, but I do feel like there's a lot of pitfalls in terms of, I guess, light workers and people out there who are trying to figure this out, um, as an individual, I mean, if I was online dating and I'm not, but if I was, I would be probably very much using my intuition and, uh, just trusting, you know, the feeling around that. Does it feel genuine? Yeah. Does it not, um, really just trusting your gut because initially, I mean, I saw this particular guy we're talking about, I saw his elderly mother in a nursing home. I saw, um, a cottage that looked like it was in the UK. I saw a bunch of things. I saw his daughter with her graduation outfit on, um, and all of that stuff's been confirmed. Um, he sent photos of them um, of the people that we're talking about. So there's a lot there that we can confirm. Um, so I don't know. It's a really confusing one, really tricky. But as soon as someone starts asking for all that money, I'm sorry, like I'm I'm off. Um, you know, I don't don't fall for that sort of stuff, and um, you know, Beck and I wouldn't wouldn't we wouldn't do that to each other. You know, mm. like it just wouldn't happen. So, no. especially with someone you don't even know. Imagine someone just asking out of the blue. I mean, if you get an email like that, you just delete it. But that's the thing right. is, or, you,
1: or what do you do when you get somebody on? I mean, like <laughs> somebody rings you up and says, "Oh, I'm calling from the bank," and blah blah mm. blah blah blah, or mm.
0: or yeah, um, yeah that's mm. it. Yeah, a linked LinkedIn is a little known kind of. There's a little thing going on with LinkedIn and it's not an official kind of dating site by any stretch, but I've had a lot of rig operators. They call themselves rig operators. A lot of them say they're based in like the US or whatever. I've had so many of these guys that because you have often your email address on there and quite often they'll email me and go, hey, you know, just really loved your profile. You're gorgeous. You know, just didn't want to message you through like LinkedIn or whatever. So I thought I'd just try your email um you know and like basically like very complimentary you're so hot you're so good whatever 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 um can we just chat in here would that be okay with you um and i just instantly delete put it into spam done but how many people are falling for that and this person we're talking about actually has a profile on linkedin and um he's got many profiles on linkedin and a lot of them don't have a photo there's only one that has a photo and he hasn't used that one for about five months because i've been doing a lot of research but he had all these other ones with uh, same name, you know, um, hobbies, whatever, um, but no photograph. So he must just switch between profiles depending on where he is. So, um, you know, LinkedIn is certainly not like something that, because a lot of people go, oh, well, I'm genuine because I'm on there. I've had a lot of dodgy guys contact uh, me via that site a lot. So it's not a dating site by any stretch, but I've had a lot through that. Yeah, the Facebook. Out. Yeah, more than Facebook. So, you know, I think that probably the message here is, and it's certainly not funny because, I mean, you know, obviously this person who's reaching out to my client is desperate and that's definitely come up. Um, You know, so it's certainly not a funny matter. I mean, I did see on his LinkedIn profile a lot of references to crypto. So I think that maybe he's got himself into a bit of strife, you know, financially um, and is a bit desperate. So, you know, it's not not funny um, by any stretch. But I guess what today's message is about is about just being keeping your wits about you, trusting your gut, meeting the person face to face. I mean, if you're sitting there going, let's meet up face to face. And after, you know, three to six months, they're not willing, then that's that's there's something wrong. You know what I mean? Like if you guys are chatting and getting to know each other and all the rest of it and the person just won't meet up with you face to face. I just find that shady and a story. So, you know, that's that would be a big one for me. If you can meet the person in the flesh that's a lot better because at least then you can form like a real opinion what do you recommend do you kind of agree with that
1: absolutely i absolutely agree and i just wanted to um to put I, I drew an affirmation card and i just want to sort of throw this in here yeah before i give a recommendation of you know something you can do something i did it worked for me mm. um <clears throat> but i know i get that everybody's different um uh, but i just did draw an affirmation card and it says that in any moment i can surrender to the powerful presence of love through prayer prayer, contemplation and stillness Mm. which kind of leads me into um you know a recommendation that you know something that i did um which was this i was sort of sitting there with with my children and and was single and and just sort of thought well you know I don't want to have a relationship now. I'm, I'm sick of this. I don't like this. I don't like the way it turns out. I don't like Any this. I don't like matter. that. Blah, 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 blah. Well, no, what I did is, um, you know, after a little while, spent some time on myself and just sort of caring and loving for myself and focusing on what I did have uh, with the children and the house and, and all of that sort of thing. But um, I ended up sitting down one night, uh, lit a candle, and was sitting there with a the writing pad and the kids were asleep. And I was just writing. You know if i did have someone come in what would i want and i filled like an a4 notepad page <laughs> and and i'm not just talking filled i like wrote up the sides and in between lines and i wow. squeezed stuff in everywhere of just stuff that i were important to me in a relationship that were important to me in a relationship um and then it was maybe I'm going to save a few months. I think it was a bit less than that. Um, yeah. Q. Matt.
0: Mm. Any <laughs> mm. he and comes.
1: He's he's pretty much every. I mean, there's there's you know a few things on there like he doesn't dance, but yeah. um, but you know, put all these things down on there that that that's what I wanted, and so you, know, you send it out there, send it out there. I still have it. I come across it all the time. Mm. Um, I don't. I can't tell you where it is. Mm cannot tell you where it is but um, you know every now and then I'll go through some papers or that drawer or the box or whatever it is and I come across it and I read it and I just go yeah bang 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 yeah still not dancing bang 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 one day one day so, But it's also about that and it's also about writing what you would want to give in a relationship as well, what you're prepared Correct. to do um, yeah. and, you know, setting the tone, setting the tone, Michelle.
0: Set the tone. Yeah, Set Jason tone. and I did the same thing. And Jason doesn't even consider himself to be spiritual. He thinks it's all quite funny what I do. But um, he did the same. He and I both wrote down what we wanted in another partner um, and he'd had some unsuccessful relationships. And, yeah, we walked into each other's lives. Uh, he came into my life two weeks after I did that. So literally two weeks after because someone said, write it all out, get some rose quartz, keep it close to your heart, you know, all of that. And then literally two weeks later, I met him mm. and um, and we've been together ever since. We bought a house. Um, we got together in January, news. and then um, we bought a house on February 13. So about a month later, um, we bought a house, So um, which is unusual because he'd never owned any property before either. <laughs> so there you go. I paid off his debt and we bought a house together. So, yeah, because um, he didn't want to have to keep driving back from Brisbane and all the rest of it because we're living in Brisbane and the sunshine, uh, Gold Coast at that point. So, um, yeah, you know, and I just knew. And I mean, he was the one that was making the effort for me. And I think that I'll add this into what we're talking about with the online dating thing is mm. that, you know, I'd had other guys going, oh, you know, if you want to drive to Brisbane, great, you know, I'll catch up with you, whatever. And Jason was the one that drove two days in a row to see me because I was an idiot. And, like, the first day he drove up um, down, I was like, Oh, acting all coy. And I didn't message him till eight o'clock at nine. He goes, oh, that's a shame. I was on the Gold Coast today. I was going to catch up with you. And I was like, ah! I was so angry. And then the next message went, oh, what about tomorrow? And he was like, yeah, I'll come back. It's cool. And he drove back two days. He drove to the Gold Coast two days in a row. And I was like, that's amazing. No one's done that for me. And it meant it meant a lot. And that's why, you know, I guess I say to other women, if they're willing to make the effort for you, because a lot of this is us making the effort. I mean, my client has volunteered to fly to Turkey to meet this dude, right? She's volunteered, I know, to get on a plane, go there and meet him. And he's freaking out. I go, yeah, offer that, offer that. Like I told her to do that. I was like, yeah, play the game. Because I I was but like, he's not even there. Do don't he's not actually even into- do it. No, 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 no. But he's not even there, Becca. Like he's not there <laughs> because he goes, I'm not going to tell you where I am and rah, rah, rah. And I'm just going, Calm off it. I was like, if you're if you're offering to fly over, giving the money, but you just want to meet him face to face, you'd be like, I'm all ears. Come over. Here's my hotel in Turkey, blah, blah, blah. It'd be all over that, like a rash. But he's like, no, don't, know. And I'm like, sorry, mate, you lost me. You know what I mean? He's yeah. not even there. Like, come off it. So, you to- know, they should be making the effort for you, is what we're saying. You That's know, right. Definitely ask for what you want.
1: And and just making that effort, um, (laughs) Matt lived an hour and a half away from me.
0: Ah, yes, the same as us. Yeah. So
1: he was he was here um, in Canberra working,
0: Mm -hmm. working
1: um, during the week and what have you, but if he went home to have a shower or something and then God, that's a three-hour round trip. It's a three-hour round trip. So. and then there were those times where we were on the phone or, you know, messaging or something and it was just like, um, you know, yeah, you, know, you should have come over for you should have come over for dinner and he's like, I'm already at home.
0: Uh, and then hour and half later. an hour
1: and everything and he's like, You still want me to come around? I was like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> And he would come back. So that was like not only did he have to drive an hour and a half into work, he drove an hour and a half back and then an hour and a half back again. So you know, that was that was lovely.
0: Yeah, Um, that's an effort. That's an effort. And not everyone's willing to do that.
1: I wouldn't ask him to do that now with the price of petrol, but you know. No, no.
0: But I mean, that just that just goes to show someone who's going above and beyond, and that's not expecting, I guess, less, because a lot of people not expect a lot of people accept less than that. And um, that's where I think the online dating thing is fine as long as you're meeting face-to-face. And my friend from Parkrun that was doing it, he basically doesn't muck around online for ages, which is kind of where this other client of mine's at, where she's you know doesn't know who they are and she's not meeting them. Um, this guy doesn't meet around the bush. He's like, hey, let's meet up for coffee. Let's see if we gel. If not, you go your way, I'll go my way sort of deal. And I think that's really smart. So if you're going to do the online thing, I think it's cool. But I, um, my feeling is, you know, if they don't want to meet up and, you know, you don't have to meet up within two days, but if you've been talking for a you know, few weeks or whatever, I don't think it's unreasonable, depending on where they are, um, to want to sort of meet up and see each other physically or, you know, Zoom, um, Skype, you know, something where you can kind of see the person real talking in front of you um, and get a bit of a feeling for their energy. You know i don't think that's unreasonable uh um, and if it's too hard it's too hard
1: check out these little cue cards
0: mm-hmm. hang on oh where are these cue cards
1: these, um, oh hang on i'm dropping them everywhere i've just had one fall out, so i'm gonna have to read that one okay but um check out these cards oh
0: they're like little heart shapes
1: they love heart shaped ones and the one that actually fell out was um balance so love is not always. At, oh my gosh!
0: <laughs>
1: love is not always about agreeing for the sake of it. A great relationship is one that wow. both supports and challenges. Wow! And you can see the picture on. This.
0: Yeah, the balance between masculine and feminine. It's very yin yang, right, isn't it? The
1: yang there at the top. Yeah, of it. So, yeah. So they're really cute cards.
0: Is that a relationship deck or what is that?
1: It's a love oracle. That's all oh. it says.
0: It's,
1: um, something I came across somewhere, and and I thought, yeah, they're pretty cute. But um, the
0: ones are you dropping them because they're really weird. I don't know how you actually shuffle those.
1: Yeah. So, day. but it doesn't say who's who's they are.
0: So Who it's another them? one of
1: those, yeah, mystery decks that I've got. I keep getting
0: these. I don't know where you get these but, from. They should. You would think they'd have the um, author and everything on them. it have got odd. the
1: illustrator. Yeah. Artwork by Tony Carmine Celery. Oh
0: well that's um Tony's the author as well. Tony's the author, because that's who does oh, my she? decks. Yeah. You know my first deck that I ever got that I used for relationships? Yeah, yeah. Angels, gods, and goddesses. That's that's um the same person. Oh, that's the oracle card know. maker. So Tony had, I think uh, one of her children or um something was doing the um illustrations. So that's the um that's the oracle card maker. Mm, there you go. Yeah, my first ever deck.
1: They're really cute.
0: Yeah, the author. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe they made a, they made it because that one's um her as well. That one that I've got with the dragonfly on the back and the Native oh, yes. Yeah, same author. Oh. So I don't know why they don't have the um illustrator on there. Um oh, sorry Tony is a male. That's Tony there. But it's spelt with a female um spelling so maybe yeah, that's the um Italian might be Italian or something because T-O-N-I is usually the female but um T-O-N-Y is the male but yeah it's a dude so he's um he's one of his cute. kids does the illustrations so that's a good deck um Beck will pop that into the show notes if you guys want to get in touch with that uh now coming up in the next podcast Beck um I just put this one in so hopefully it's okay with you it was the one that was in uh, next in alignment Uh, But cold cases, I thought we might um, do a little bit of that because I've had a few that I've been working on and people just popping in out of the blue and all of a sudden I'm doing a reading and I've got a murder victim in front of me or different things. So it's um, an interesting one. Um, And we've had this little cat the past week as well that's gone missing, Maisie Bell. And uh, so, you know, we've been tuning in and trying to see where little Maisie Bell is and we haven't found that little cat yet. But, um, yeah, I mean, cold cases incorporate, I guess, all of those things. If there's something happening that's, you know, unresolved, um, then that's a cold case. We're going to be talking about that next week and maybe making a few recommendations on different programs, you know, that are sort of covering those sorts of things because I find all of that true crime and all that stuff very, very interesting.
1: Very, very interesting. And Mm. I had that one come up just in this past week, um, cold case that
0: I... Oh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was last week. Yeah, last yeah. week wasn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So definitely,
0: um, Beth can give that as an example. Um, mm. yeah, that was a very interesting one and quite old as well. And also, we had uh Lynette Dawson, the resolution with Lynette Dawson and Chris Dawson and all of that as well. So, yeah, some really interesting um things coming to the surface now. And I think the Lynette Dawson one's a great example of how women just didn't speak. You know, they um, had all these terrible things happening behind the scenes and they wouldn't talk about it you know and everyone in lynn's um age group you know who knew lynn we're all saying that's just the way that it was we didn't talk about it you know so hopefully we've learned from that and we're moving forward and growing a little bit from that experience you know and we're actually speaking up now and getting help anyway beck okay. have a great week and Lots we'll, uh, yeah we'll chat next week
1: have
0: a great day